When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> to start things off, I do want to take this moment to wish all of our veterans a very happy Veterans Day and say thank you from the bottom of our heart for your service. Yes, so, right. Especially these two in the room with us. I, absolutely. I love these guys. what I did at 10 o'clock this morning? Yeah. Oh. I went. I have no I, idea. No, no. I I'm going to tell you how much I love hey, you, but go ahead. Grant Taylor took me over, and we gave a veteran a brand new house. Oh, oh that's wow. awesome. What? And it was, yeah. yeah a house? Was, yeah. yeah that's him what's and up. his wife, uh, Kevin, Kevin and Jennifer are huh. their, is their name. Awesome. And they just, they was in Texas. They moved here, and uh, I wish I remember who built it, but they built them a house. And just gave dedicated wow. it, gave it to him today. That's what's up. Hey, look for that one. Hit that bell. You right. ain't even look at that. There you go, boys. I'll All take right. that. Yep. But anyway, it was really good. You know, everybody. So, uh, even the man that was in charge of the veterans, from uh, our governor, come up. You know, good. You know, that's all. Awesome. So it was cool. It really was. Well. One thing for sure, we don't ever repay that debt. So you know, thank y'all from the bottom of our heart. Happy Veterans Day to the veterans and their families. And, uh, well, let's get into it. That's it. Stone. Well. I hear you, you've got a new house guest, don't you? Oh, yeah. Well, it, that was, uh, <coughs> we had had a little, little action, I guess you'd say, at the house. You know, my wife, she's a little jumpy. She, uh, so, she hates a snake. I know that. So, so you know, Bullfrog has been known to be a sort of a, trickster of sorts yeah she hung around with willie too much she you know no she i think I, we all know who she hangs around with and it ain't willie but uh so my youngest daughter sage she she takes jujitsu she's seven so i bought her this uh grappling dummy because she keeps trying her moves out her chokes and, and uh submissions on her little cousins and that hadn't <laughs> that hadn't uh, gone over too well. She's you know. winning the fights though, isn't she? So, oh yeah, she's yeah. So, I, yeah, I'm trying. I tell the other kids. Look, I said, look, y'all got to learn how to defend and escape before you can do anything. You know, just sit there and get choked out. She'll choke them till they tap. You know. <laughs> and if they don't and, tap, they're gonna pass you know. out. Well, that's right. Well, <laughs> she ain't quite strong enough for that. <laughs> stay away from that house. So anyway, I, I told the wife. I said, I'm gonna get one of them little grappling dummies. I don't know. Have y'all ever seen one? No. Of them no, you need to bring See if it. you can find a picture of one. Uh, yeah, I think so. You need to, you need to uh, bring Johnny it. Johnny D. So I can get a picture of it. So, uh, a visual. Oh, okay. Uh, like this? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It looks just like that. Got a target on his head. <laughs> you know, that's what he looks like. So I like that. You stuff him with, with clothes and towels or whatever. But, uh, anyways. So There's I, a scarecrow. I, yeah. So you practice your submissions and chokes and stuff on, on him instead of other humans. On, on, yeah, on lot, the kids. A lot safer. Instead of terrorizing the neighborhood kids. That's right. So <laughs> I, I, I bought 
I bought one of those things, and uh, and uh, Bullfrog named him Jimmy Dawn. <laughs> Old Jimmy Don from Dallas. Old Jimmy Don from Cowboys. Jimmy Don. She said Jimmy Don. Jimmy Don. D A W N, not not D O N. Anyways, old Jimmy Don, he done took a butt whooping, son. I'm talking about. He has been beat and choked and submitted. So, anyways, I was sitting in the living room and I hear my wife just let out a scream. Hollering, and she gets to. I'm talking about. She's hollering, <laughs> and she don't ever holler. Nan, Nan is uh, very cool all yeah, the time. Yeah. So I go in there, and and, and she's hollering. Oh, somebody's in the bath. I open the door of the bathroom, and there's old Jimmy Don sitting on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that door is close quarters, you know. So you open that door, it's right there in your face. And so and and Bullfrog was hiding around the corner. She was laying down on the floor, laughing. As I mean, she was doing one of them laughs like you talking about that don't make no sound. Yeah. <laughs> she was. Oh, and she said, "I thought Daddy was gonna be the one to open the door, but." <laughs> That's even better. <coughs> but anyways, old Jimmy Dawn just scared the ever-loving out of my wife. Oh, boy, I can't wait to talk to Dan about yeah. this. I, yeah, because I can't imagine Anna yelling. Oh, she screamed top of her lungs. Oh, no. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, but I, I told uh, I told Bullfrog, I said, well, you got to be careful, see, because uh, your mama just had one of them bidets installed. And... Uh, I converted no. another. No, you didn't convert me. I got the Stone family. Oh, boy. So my wife went to visit her cousin over one of them dashers, and they had one of them sprayers. All I'm saying is, it's not just for you. It is for your lady as well. But, so when you sit on it, it's got a uh, sensor. Heated seat, baby. It turns. It heats up the toilet seat. You need one side. No, so no I, that's I the told last thing I no, need. No, see, because look, yeah. why would you want? There's nothing. I've never once sat down on a toilet and wished it was warm. <laughs> because if it Have was you warm, know, you know, yeah, there was know a problem. That's because yeah. you've never sat on a warm toilet. Yeah. No, I have. It's uh, better. And I stuck to it. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm oh, saying, no, I've oh. sat on a warm toilet. It's not good. Like That makes me cringe. See, part of the deal that makes you go yeah. quick, your butt hits that seat and it's cold, you, you, you out of there. You're ready to get up. Boom. I will say, my wife had the heat up way too high at one point on ours, and it I, it wasn't pleasant. It was too hot. And that encouraged you sitting there so even you longer. You got scalded. Yeah. No, See, that not. encourages a warm, a, a longer seating experience. Which, yeah, I was thinking, hey, this I is, think preparation this H must have designed that. Leisure time. No. Okay. The, the longer you sit there, the, work, the bigger chance you got for hemorrhoids. Everybody know that. That's right. But, That's where I get most of my work done. Most of the emails read on this show. Which is why I don't ask wait, to ever use wait. your phone. While the bidet is going? No. Or, no, oh. just the heated seat. Oh, okay, okay. Just early in the morning, I wake up, I do some stretches, <laughs> go outside, hit the punching bag, go sit on the toilet, weigh myself first, That's go it. sweat, then go. sit on the you toilet. Keep doing that. And then weigh myself after just for fun. <laughs> see how much weight That's I can lose. That's too much. That's too much. Once a day is plenty. But anyways, mm. I, I told Bullfrog, I said, you got to be careful putting old Jimmy Dawn on that. On that on that bidet seat, because that that sensor would make that seat hot. You know, Jimmy Don made out of cloth. You know, <laughs> he like he liable to catch oh, fire. Jimmy Don burn up, burn the house down. You know, <laughs> that so is funny. It, it was oh. it was boy, it was something. Now, 
I I ain't seen that since that time the snake got in the house. Oh, you yeah. had a snake in your house? Yeah. Oof. Oh, we yeah. had one in the warehouse one time. Anna left for three days. Oh yeah. It wouldn't come back. She said, "I ain't," and she almost quit. <laughs> yeah. To my, I ain't working. I ain't working now. In this warehouse? The one down no. the street. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. She left for three days. She couldn't handle it. No. She said, every time I pull back up here, I thought I'd go open that door at Snake was. She just didn't leave. If she saw a snake on the TV, she'd get up and leave. She I jumpy. agree with that, though. Well, I, I mean, there was a snake in the tour, and I just went and stood on a table until Martin came and got it. Yeah, that's a true <laughs> statement, too. Just in case. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't told nobody that. I'm yeah. fine. Everybody knew that about me anyway. I think we put it on Instagram anyway. So yeah. Did you? Yeah, it's been out there. That's a, uh, so, does, I guess Anna doesn't watch Yellowstone then, huh? Oh, that's one of her favorite shows. It's a crude show. What she what she do last night when they threw that old rattlesnake on that boy's face? Uh-uh, oh, they no. got a new season already. Uh huh. Started uh, last night. Spoiler uh, alert! Did he bite him? For what? Did he bite him? They have spent a hundred million dollars on marketing, letting you know that November seventh was the day no. it was coming. Back. Yeah. Well, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know that there was gonna be a. I don't watch that show. I got enough oh, of it. No, that's fantastic. I watched a couple episodes and I was like, mm, I don't get it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> a, I'm different. Though. What do you mean? It's Game of Thrones set in Montana. I didn't yeah, watch yeah. no Game of Thrones. You didn't? Yeah, you did. Shut up. Get <laughs> out of here. You're. you're this is a Christian leg. show, sir. Yeah. He's pulling your leg. Yeah. I ain't pulling nobody's leg. <clears throat> I watched uh, the Saints get beat by the Falcons yesterday, and that was all I watched. On yeah, you probably ought to well, get used I watched to that the, for the rest uh, of this I year. watched the Chiefs beat the Packers. There you go. The Chiefs pitiful game. beat the Packers. It was a pitiful I game. Did, uh, I well, did. you know what? I don't watch any kind of <laughs> ball, ball play. playing <laughs> any ball of playing any boys. type. You know what? Uh, unless <laughs> you went 15-0, and 0, Stone said, I'm out. No. It won't get no better than this right That's here. It. I'm out. And then when everybody started taking a knee, I said, no, sir. He gone. I'll never watch again. I did quote you the other night. Allison was like, are you going to watch the football game? I didn't even know who was playing. I said, nah, I quit watching ball playing of any sorts <laughs> yesterday. <Ball> <laughs> then, <laughs> then I got back on it for the Saints, uh, and I was like. <laughs> no, but old, that, that old Jimmy Dawn episode, that was uh that yeah, I need to borrow one. that. And then, I, and then my friend's little girl, oh, nurse man's little girl, Bullfrog was telling the story. And she said, yeah, I put old Jimmy Dawn on Mama's bidet. It just scared her half to death. She hollered and screamed. And that little girl said, well, what's a bidet? She said, oh, that's just something sprays water up your butt Mama got. <laughs> and she said, do what? You're very what? clean. <laughs> it's a cleanliness factor, hey, Mark Stone, you didn't have a male child, but you do have a middle son. I'll give you that. Oh, I know it, boy. She's something else. <laughs> <laughs> She's funny. She she got that Robertson blood is is strong. <laughs> Hard to get it out. Well, of you know what? Veterans make all that possible for us to have grappling dummies and throw them and scare your mama and all. I was wondering that. where you so, were going with that. That's what I'm saying. Look, if you didn't have that, it wouldn't be a free world. You wouldn't be able to do stuff like that to your mama. So thank again, God. thank you, veterans. Let's take our first break. We'll be back right after. <laughs> Rucker, do you know what makes the best neighbors? What makes the best neighbors? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Quiet ones. A good fence. You know what's better than building a fence out of dead wood? Ooh, live wood. There you go. Live building wood. it out Trees. of live wood. Yeah. Yes. And you can do that with our friends at Fast Growing Trees. If you want shrubs to protect you from your neighbors, I say protect, but, you know, kind of shelter you mm-hmm. in place, do a little thing. You want shrubs, you want trees, you want bushes, you want 
grass. They got you. Whatever you want, they got you. And that's what's cool because, like, I planted the persimmon trees. I planted, I got one for each of the boys. I like a way to give back to wildlife. All the wildlife come eat the persimmons when they're ready in a few years. All the things. It's our way of giving back, you know. And and it's really cool. And not to mention, I don't know if you 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 married now. Yep. At some point, your wife's gonna say we need new bushes. Mm-hmm. We need new plants. Look, you know how expensive that is. Oh. It's a heck of a lot cheaper if you go to fastgrowingtrees.com though, because they can help you out. You can type in you're in Louisiana. They can tell you what grows here, what doesn't grow here. So if you're like, man, that's really cool, but it don't grow here, don't waste your money. All right. You know what I'm oh, saying? That's useful. So there you go. Look, they have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. So they got like, you can grow lemons on your front porch. You can grow them in the kitchen. You can grow avocados, olives, figs, whatever you want. You can just go shopping right there. You know, you can go, I say, hey, we ain't got to go to the grocery store. Just go pick you a Meyer lemon right off the tree right there. You're good to go. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. You don't have to drive around the nursery. Save yourself time. Save yourself some money. And their in-house experts are always ready 24-7 to help you out. And look, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code DUCK at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code DUCK at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com code DUCK. Offers valid for a limited time. Tell them we sent you. That's it. Martin, yeah, buddy. What's the greatest piece of mail you've ever gotten? I don't know, man. I, yes, I would, you do. What? It's a mattress, and it came from <laughs> Helix. Came from Is that Helix. not the best thing ever? You open a box, boom, you have a mattress, and you're like, a mattress in the mail? I don't know. And then it's like the most comfortable mattress ever because it was tailor-made for you because you took a two-minute quiz, and it was like, hey, you're exactly what you need. Boom. And you're like, wow, this is the most comfortable thing on earth. Thanks, Helix. I will, and it Taylor, came in the mail. I will have to say, I will have to say, until you get a mattress in the mail, you never realize how tedious going to a mattress store actually is Ooh, to find yeah. the one for you, where you can sit down and in two minutes answer all the questions, whether it's for you, you and your wife, your wife, your kids, whatever. Fill out the questionnaire, and they send you a mattress that's made for you because that that's what they do. Helix Sleep is a premium mattress brand that provides tailored mattresses. Based on your unique sleep preferences, they have 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection and a mattress for, shocker, big and tall sleepers. That's your boy. And even a mattress made just for kids. And now Helix is bringing us their most premium mattresses yet with the new Helix Elite Collection. Every Helix Elite has a built-in cooling cover, thousands of supportive coils, dual cushioning layers, and even lumbar support for a truly elevated sleep experience. So if you want to know which one it is, take the quiz. You can get it done in two minutes or less. And then you have a mattress that's built just for you, and it's shipped straight to your door. And then you jump on it and just, hey, you're sleeping on a cloud, boys. You can jump on it. You can lay on it. You can do whatever you want on it because it is that, I mean, it's that well made. And there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it. So, 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress. That's right. And if you're not satisfied, which you're not, you're going to be ecstatic about how great it is. Look. There you go. And we're all unique. We all sleep differently. That's why Helix has several different mattresses to choose from. 
They have models with memory foam layers, models more responsive foam to cradle your body, enhanced cooling features keep you from overheating, and if your spine needs a little extra TLC, they got you. It has a hybrid design combining wrapped steel coils in the base and foam layers at the top. So, I mean, I don't know what else you could want in a mattress. Johnny D., He's wrapped up in a pillow in a cloud oh, every mine night. Mine is just a soft, fluffy, beautiful cloud. There you go. I should go, go back home right now. Moonlight, right? Moonlight. There you moonlight. go. He's moonlight. he's chasing the moonlight. Not only is this the best mattress we've ever slept on, but the setup was fast and easy. Helix mattress delivered in a box straight to your door for free. Don't take our word for it. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress pick by Wire Magazine, and it's recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Plus, they're American-made and come with a 10- or 15-year warranty, depending on which one you get. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash duck and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long with Helix. Better sleep starts now. Go to helixsleep.com slash duck and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This Veterans Day, Si. What's up? It's Veterans Day. We're celebrating veg- veterans. Yep. Now, I remember, you know, when I was growing up, I don't remember a whole lot about my early childhood, but I remember my Papa Stone was a hard man. World War II vet. The greatest generation. He was in the Army. He was a grunt. Infantry. He was on the second wave at on D-Day at Normandy. And... uh Boy, I tell you, he, he he didn't like talking about it. He talked about it one time. I, I worked with him construction one summer. He used to uh, run a motor grader, and uh, and he told me the story. And it was it, it, it was really something. Uh, he literally lost every friend he had over there. Mm-hmm. It, it got so cold, his toenails froze off. His fingernails froze off. He lost all of his sense of taste and smell over there. Um, got hit with some shrapnel. and But you never heard him complain about any of it. All he did was put his nose to the grindstone and work hard. And he expected everybody around him to do the same. Yep. And I firmly believe 100% that that's where I get my work at. That I get up you know, 4, 30, 5 o'clock every morning, and I get after it. And I got that from him. And that gr- the greatest generation of all time, no doubt about it. And most people don't really understand uh, the concept, especially these days, that the, the, the human race is trending towards entitlement as opposed to earning it earning it yep. you, i had a good conversation yes. about that this morning yep. the difference between deserve and earn yeah. that's right yeah mm. yeah you deserve what you earn yeah period you, gotta, you, you gotta have one with it to have the other you're not entitled to yep. anything yep, that's right. maybe that's life liberty and the pursuit of happiness and that's in the united states so if you don't get out and work for it you don't deserve it, period, in my humble opinion. So and if you have ever been a part of the military, you know that to be true. You don't, you, you're not given anything, ever. So 
that's just one of them deals like what, what's that old guy you said earl pitts that what makes me so angry mm-hmm. what scalds my hide is when people feel like they're entitled <laughs> to anything yeah. Oh, no. yeah. anything so get out and earn it <clears throat> bust your booty that's it hustle Get nope, after since it. you brought that up, there that brought me to mind Mama's younger brother, John. Okay, he was in the Korean War. Hmm. Okay, and he he had a jar sitting on the mantel that was slammed full of shrapnel from whatever blew up, and you know, and you talk when you, when you look at something like just it was jagged, yeah. You know, and think about well, they took that out of my my mother's brother. Hmm. Yeah, just and then he fell in love with a Korean woman. Okay, and one of the stories he told me, like you said, most of them didn't talk about it, but he just had it, I guess, on his heart and shared it and said uh, he was a machine gun machine gunner. Okay, and he woke up and she was. Yes, cutting them down. Hmm. They was making a charge. He would just—he had passed out just from fatigue. Yeah. So you know, it's one of them things, you know. <clears throat> yeah, it's hard. To, it's hard to imagine. No, no. What what those guys go and you know, and even you know, in, in Afghanistan, the. The, I mean, it was. I would say it wasn't. It was uncomfortable. It was, uh, I would say, hairy, <laughs> is a good word. It, in other words, there were landmines. There were. I mean, there was. There, there was, the. You know, there, there was an opposing force, so to speak. But they were more just uh, sneak attacks. They, they'd la- launch an RPG o- over the Hesco every now and then. That it wasn't warfare, trench warfare like what was going on in World War Two and in Vietnam, and um, so I can't even I couldn't comprehend what the, those vets back in those days had to go through. Though, though uh, it's just not comprehensible to me, and and for people to not appreciate that, and well. It, it just it's it, it, it's it's almost overwhelming to me when when somebody uh, is not well, talks down to a veteran or you know there's there's some guys on on um, social media right now that are ex Navy SEALs that I'm talking about the one percenters the best of all of us no, no, and you right. have pieces of trash on the internet just trashing them. Over and over and over, it, and nothing makes me matter than somebody talking down to a veteran. It, it's just inconceivable to me. I, I, I'll give you an example. My brother Phil. In my whole career, I would always take thirty days, and normally I'd come in and spend a little time with mom and dad, and then especially when they were living down on the river with Phil, and yep. then I'd spend the rest of it, you know, with my brother. And he never, never said anything to me about it, one way or the other. He, I don't remember. I think he was uh, someone had asked him to go overseas, so he got to go to uh, Omaha Beach, yep. all these places. Yeah, okay. I remember that. He did that for that 
for that uh, documentary he did. Okay. But anyway, and he actually went to what where the Hitler gassed the Jews and everything. Mm-hmm. Auschwitz. Well, when he come back, he told us a little bit about his trip. And he said when he was on the beach, he said he went both places. He went up on where the Germans were at, okay, and then turned around and went down and got on the beach. And and that's the first time he's ever said He said, I've never said anything to you before. He said, but now I just realized something after I've been where the, all this happened. Mm-hmm. He said, I thank you very much for you, sir, your service. Yeah. He said, because I never, it never <laughs> got in my mind what you go through. Yeah. He oh. said, because now that I've actually stood where on D-Day where our men landed. Yeah. I, I've stood there. I can't even imagine. People, look, that was one of the things that <clears throat> the whole time I was in Germany, and I got chill bumps all of them, but the whole time I was in Germany, all of my friends were telling me, all of my comrades, Oh, you need to go behind the Iron Curtain. And I never really, I just say no, and I never, it never comprehended, I never did put it together why I always said no. So I go to Oklahoma, I was asked to speak to a prisoner from, by a buddy of mine up there, okay? So this, and, and here's the, the weirdest thing about it, it's the 4th of July weekend. So we go in the sheriff's office, okay, in the jail, okay? And I'm looking at all these people they've got incarcerated. So we preached the gospel to this guy, and he just blew us off, okay? But he got in my face when I was talking to him. And he said, you got plenty of money. You should be hiring me a lawyer and get me out of here. I'm innocent. <laughs> you know? And I said, I saw that same movie. You know? I said, hey, you're, you're in denial. Okay, so I talked to this guy. And that's when I realized why I always told them, I don't need to go to the Iron Curtain, okay? Because I don't want to go anywhere that someone else has got the key to the gate to lock me in. Because I, I appreciate my freedom too much. Mm-hmm. That's why I never went, because this hit me, you know, when we're talking about this, when Phil had told me appreciate your service and it uh, you know it took 20 years for me to realize okay what all you did do okay uh yeah so so you know my hat's off to all of those that have wore our nation's uniform that's right yeah and i've said it before making a video for memorial day and all this you know you are my heroes okay and i actually served okay but i didn't I didn't serve to the point that most of our guys, like the Navy SEALs, Green Beret, all them guys do. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was very, God blessed me very much to keep me out of that, I guess. Well, I don't think you were physically qualified for that. Well, I, I may have not been <laughs> mentally qualified for it. Okay. Ah, <laughs> that's awesome. Well, let's take another break. We'll be back. Hey, look, if you've been listening to us for a while, you know we're not superstar athletes. We're just regular dudes. Regular dudes. Who do regular things. That's right. And it's important to stay regular and to stay healthy 
to be regular. So it's important that we take supplements of the highest quality, and that's why we've been partnered with AG1. How long have we been drinking AG1, Philip? A long time, probably about three years for us. Yeah, and unlike a lot of those other brands of supplements, yeah. AG1 conducts a bunch of testing to set the standard for purity and potency, and it's researched and developed by an in-house team of scientists, uh, doctors, and nutritionists. Are you a scientist, doctor, or nutritionist? Negative. Negative. That. So how are we supposed to know? That's why we go with AG1, because they've got decades of experience in their field. Quality for AG1 isn't just a buzzword. It's a commitment backed by expert-led scientific research, high-quality ingredients, industry-leading manufacturing, and rigorous testing. At each step of the process, AG1 goes above and beyond industry standards. Philip, you've made a pack right here. It's that easy. I, but I did. I knew I was doing the duck call room this morning, and so uh, I waited to do my AG1 here. Right there. And um, look, we never miss a day when we drink our AG1, me and my wife, Alicia, and we've loved it for a long time, and it's really helped us out. Yep. And we know we can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because they obsess over product quality, the standards of manufacturing partners, and sustainable practices. Taking care of your health shouldn't be complicated. And that's why AG1 simplifies this by replacing multiple health supplements like multivitamins, digestive aids, immune support, and more in just one scoop or travel pack. Philip already did all that while we were doing this ad. You can AG definitely tell when you miss a day and you don't drink it. Yeah. Uh, some time goes by, you're craving to go back and drink your AG1. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality, and I love that every scoop also includes vitamin C. Mm. Can't get enough vitamin C and zinc. To support my immune health, look, it all started back when Superman himself, Christian Huff, started yep. drinking AG1, mm -hmm. got us all on it. We're not Superman, and I'm not going to be able to lift the weights he lifts, but I'm going to be able to feel great every single day <laughs> by drinking AG1. And you're going to have better gut health. Better, yeah, that's important for me. Look, we've been partnered with AG1 for so long because they make such a high-quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash duck. That's drinkag1.com slash duck. Check it out. Can you imagine Cy going through buds? No. 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 I'm still stunned. Oh, I did. I'm still stunned. He had classified Oh, I did. During the night that they have machine guns about set about three foot high. Oh, yeah. And they're firing, and you're crawling through barbed wire and all this junk. I couldn't. And stuff are blowing up all around. Every third rail's a tracer. Yeah. 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 And I, I'm seeing guys that's got their butts up in the air, and the drill probably said, even... "If you don't get it down, you finna get shot off." Uh, I can't comprehend. Hey, that machine gun was lying around, boys. Yeah. Well, when I did it, it was blanks. I know. It was blanks for you. They shot right, live yeah. rounds. They shot live rounds over me. So, so when I was 19, <laughs> hey, there was stuff blowing up, and oh, they yeah. had pits. Okay. With sandbags, and we, one idiot, look, one idiot crawled over the sandbags and got in the pit that was blowing up. Whoa. Oh, no. Here oh, it was dark. Oh, no, yeah. No, no, yeah, and this is at night. You know, the drill sergeant run over there and jumped on him and yanked him out of there. You idiot, you think you're blown up, dummy? <laughs> you big dummy. <laughs> yeah, I was just say, well, I was, I said that I'd made it to the beach at Normandy, and I was 19 when I was there, and that's the first time it really hit me 
as an adult. Like what some people had done for me as an American oh, for no. my freedom. Yeah. Hmm. And I, cause I, you watch a movie, you see like, and you think about it, that beach is, that's not Gulf Shores, Alabama. <laughs> and at 19, I was sitting there, I was like, how could you get, it's, it's a pasture. It's not a, like, it's huge. And you could see the, the, uh, where they were shooting them from. What's that called? The gun emplacement. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I was just yeah. like, on the cliff. I felt sick to my stomach because, I mean, all the dudes that did that for, for me were 19, 18, 20 years old. And, and kept going. And I, it never oh. comprehended, like, in my head till I was there. And I said, oh, shoot. Well, that's what I thought, like, Saving Private Ryan did such a good job at capturing was that point of. I mean, you're looking at them, you're like, wait, now do what? How did they do Y'all it? Y'all ran. I mean, you learned about it in history class and all that. Yeah, but it ain't. The textbooks didn't make it real until that movie came out. And then you're like, wait, they they did that? Huh? Hmm. It doesn't no, 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 How no, in the world were you not headed the other way? Like, you know, I would I mean, just swam right. the other direction. Just Being like, honest, being honest with me, I was in the military, and I, and I never was really put to the test. I may have been marked a coward. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Okay, because look, when I watch it, like you talking about, when I watch Private Ryan, yeah. Okay, I'm just saying when they drop the the ramp on on them beach machines, mm. oh, it's unbelievable. And you know, and the enemy starts and they go forward. The, yeah, uh, ain't none of them going backwards. They're no, no, going no. forward. That's the greatest what, generation. That, hey, that's. That's why. Okay, and I'm serious. Nowadays, one twenty-two shot, and everybody runs. Uh, there's a balloon the pops, and direction. everybody runs. Yeah. Now, my papa turned eighteen during World War Two, and ended up he was a he never told me any stories. There was some stuff in his house, like a like a Nazi knife and things, and I was yeah. I would ask questions, and he would avoid it just completely. But he did write some stuff, and I got to read that later in life. But you know, he never told the stories of what happened. But I couldn't imagine being 18 on a farm in Rocky Branch <laughs> and then a year later dropping bombs in Germany from a, a B-26. That's the same way my grandfather was, but he never talked about it. But I say this, when he come back from over there, he became a preacher. Hmm. For, my, for what that's worth. Yeah. So did yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, whatever true. he saw over there, he said, no. Nope. Not Boys, that me. ain't it. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there's got to be a way out of here. Well, George, you know. George Franklin, when Phil was trying to preach the gospel to him, he said, I already know Jesus. He said, I I was a, a bottom gunner on, on the B-27 bomber. You know? And all it is is a plastic bubble under the ship with machine guns on it. Mm. You know, he said, oh, I, I know about Jesus. Trust me. Okay. Yeah. But I, I just, You don't get out in that thing without some kind of faith, do you? Oh, no, no, no. See, that, I just, you know, my goodness. Yeah. Mm. That's why on Memorial Day, I can't watch television. They rerun all the wars, you know, and mm. stuff. And I know it's it's filmed, okay? and But no, nope, because... <clears throat> Stuff like that really happened. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, mm. and that's why that's why when you said the generation, greatest generation, you gotta think about it. Okay, Hitler's on the move and he's destroying everybody and killing everybody. And 
we finally get involved in it, and when we did, and like you said, all the people then were farmers. Mm-hmm. They all went to the draft board or the draft, wherever office it was, and volunteered. Then they got on anything that would float. And, and gone. And crossed the ocean. No questions to asked. To die, to die for people they'd never known. Yeah. That's it. To give them freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Now. And then, like Stone said, when you somebody gets to run their mouth on one that's served, hmm. you're living dangerous, dude. But that's why you always... Because if they run up on you, okay, just... they'll kill you, and I wouldn't blame them. But then you have news like you had last week with, what, Black Rifle Coffee Company, which nobody's familiar with them. I'm familiar with them because they're all veterans. Veteran-owned coffee company went public last week. Right smack in the face of cancel culture and everything else, and got paid. <laughs> and I'm talking about got paid, and good for them. Because it's fun to see when veterans win. That's right. Because so much Amen. in this world, oh, no. they don't win. Yeah. It's a it's a lose lose proposition yeah. a lot of times for a veteran, especially right. these days. So yep. when you see a group of them that give back to their own veterans. Mm-hmm go out there and win and get paid, I own Black Black Rifle Coffee Company stock. Thank you. You know what? I don't drink coffee. (laughs) (laughs) But when I saw the news, I said, absolutely. Support it 100%. Let's roll. Buy veteran-owned as much as you can. Just like the hat you're wearing, our friends over at Nine Line that we did that little deal with. Great veteran company that, that, that walks the walk talks to talk all those good things for giving back you know and, and we do a lot ourselves not i mean as far as hosting hunts stone's done a few of them but we've done them before hosting hunts for veterans were a cool thing to do i mean i i remember my first year here we hosted a bunch of veterans mm-hmm. for a hunt with our with our friends at benelli so you know and we give back every year to the freedom hunters uh organization that benelli helps sponsor and all that kind of stuff so you know, we, we like to take care of those that take care of us. I just wish there were more people that that would think that way. Well, yeah, and, I mean, and when they're in the Army, they're very fairly compensated. That's, yeah. a, that's just a joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we, we've not been over that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, they deserve way more, and so when they get out, it is awesome to see them succeed. That's see right. them win, yeah. That's, you know, and we've hung out with some of the toughest of the tough i was in a room one time i said i'm good boys i mean i'm the bottom of the totem pole but yeah i'll i'm gonna make it for a long time you're in the safest place on earth in america on earth i'll take my chances right here (laughs) with them boys yeah oh that's Uh, good that's for sure man it's it that's cool though and those you know yeah yeah. so i'm reading my my papa i he wrote this big thing up and i never even got this till after he had passed so i never got to ask him about it but when he went, got into the army, he was making twelve dollars a month. Hmm. Mm-mm. Never well, see another poor day. What year was that? Nineteen forty-four. Wow. And that, and he was fired up because he had got a raise, <laughs> and so he went to Germany on Sign that. Sign me up. Boy. Twelve dollars <laughs> a month. That's unbelievable. So uh, I mean, just to think of yeah, that generation and our current generation, those guys, it, it takes a special person. That's insane. That's insane. Twelve dollars a month. A month. 
You can't even go to the truck stop and get out of there for less than twelve. <laughs> I bought a fifteen dollar <laughs> bag of beef jerky yesterday. Whoa, uh, that's what I'm saying. With like, gas prices, you can't even get to my yeah. house for twelve dollars at this point. About? Mm. I'm just saying, it it wasn't too long ago. It was a dollar fifteen a gallon. Oh boy, where? Well, <sighs> People All are right. start cheering for Brandon in the comments again. Here we go. <laughs> hey, look, well, let's go find Brandon. Maybe he's in the comments. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll be back right after this. Uh, <laughs> started on them gas prices, boys. Oh, I remember what it was now about faith of our father. Well, go you ahead. was talking about how young, young, when he was 18, mm -hmm. your grandfather. Uh -huh. Well, I talked about that on Faith of Our Fathers when they was interviewing me. Yeah. And I said, I'm not being detrimental when I talk, say this, but most of the people that went to Vietnam were kids. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, 18, 19. Yeah, we had company ma commanders, 21 years old, that was Ooh. sending people out to die. Yeah. Okay, how would you like to be in that guy's shoes? Well, how would you like to know today a bunch of eight? The 18-year-old that's coming out of this country now was headed over. Sure. I'd be like, boy, we in trouble. <laughs> There's good ones out there. There's oh, a yeah. few of them. Oh, yeah. I've, I've run into a few. There's a few of them. But the percentage is much lower yeah. absolutely, than yeah. it used to be. But it goes back to what we were talking about, that entitlement mess. That's right. Yeah. Don't, don't get know. me started. There was a young yeah. group of hellions in the honey hole on Saturday. I thought well, I was just fixing that. I, I ain't even signed in on this because if I do, I'll, I'll get mad. Oh, okay. oh, it's well, aggravating. Hey, I'm, I'm actually. We don't want to see you get mad. No, yeah. I, mean, I kind of yeah. do. No, the, the I've good, seen you mad the a good book, times. The Bible says, hey, if he won't work, don't feed him. There you go. If That'll he, preach. If he don't <laughs> work. That'll preach. Don't eat. That's all I'm, I That's got it. to say about the matter. Pilgrims did it too. <laughs> oh, hey. Lord have mercy. If you don't work, you starve. That's right. Hey. Oh, I, can I say just that's a side note. That is one of my favorite quotes from Duck Dynasty ever. What's that? When Phil said, "All oh, these kids these days, and oh, we'll just live on love. We, we love each. We'll live on love." Nope, you'll starve. <laughs> <laughs> nope. You're gonna die because you're gonna starve. <laughs> and that is that is all. When people ask me, like one of my favorite Duck Dynasty moments. Uh, nope, now, you'll starve. Well, this is a veteran starve. today, so I'll tell you mine. You kids ever heard of nom? <laughs> when it cuts to Sai's face, have you kids ever heard of nom? No, no, I got And them. then it cuts back to them kids, and they're like, huh? no, 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 no. <laughs> Jace watched that. Jace watched that, him and Willie. Yo, and he said, I can't believe you talk like that in front of them kids. And I laughed, and I said, Jason, I had a green screen behind me. I said, the kids were not sitting there. You tell this story every time, and that is just not true. What do you mean it's not true? That, my cousin was in the room. Her name's... Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna say no more. Aslan, that was weird. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, because it was Bella's class, right? It was Bella Bella's Aslan. class. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they yeah. all talk about it to this day. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Bengal tiger ripped one's arm off. Uh, oh, no, he didn't. He grabbed him right here. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. It was. Now he he's got it. Now he's got no, a gunshot no, wound no, no, and a bite no. mark yeah. or something. He shot. Like he was shot through the yeah. right here. <laughs> High. <laughs> Didn't get the lung. Just High through shoulder. the shoulder. High shoulder, High shoulder yeah. shot. Okay. <laughs> they laid him. The medic had bandaged him up. You know, gave him some morphine for pain. And all that. Leaned him against the tree. They hear him holler, 
and look around, and there's a Bengal tiger that's got him on the bad shoulder, dragging him off. <laughs> well, he didn't want to get the good shoulder. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> that's true. I'm serious. Y'all didn't even let me finish it because Jay said, he said, I can't believe you talk like that in front of the kids. Oh, oh that's man. fantastic. Yeah. I loved it. You- they brought the kids, the kids in later, and then the director would say, Hey, I want you to give me your most shocked look. Yeah. And they do it, and they film it. Isn't reality TV grand, folks? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so wonderful. I, I guess I was just <laughs> ripping down all the walls now. <laughs> hey, hey, what hey, else hey. you got? What hey, else you want to expose? So I said, <laughs> that was fake. Yeah. yeah. All of it. Yeah. It's all so, TV, boys. I didn't mean to get it to there, but I still, when we watched that premiere of that thing, you that, kids that, ever heard a non? It was just a tight on size face. You kids ever heard a non? We're going to watch it. In the I, I about TT'd my pants. I'm here to tell you. That was always my favorite part, though, was watching the stuff you weren't a part of. AKA Zai. Yeah. Oh, well, oh I, I didn't ever like, see it, but I just heard about it. When Zai si watched like three episodes, uh, when we had those premiere parties, he would come over because it's a free meal. Yeah. And, yeah. I just come for the meal. I, yeah. I didn't really watch it. No. <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, I'm, I sat no, no. with you most I, of them. I'm hey, aware. look. You know, the best part was when Phil claimed the wood duck. Oh, yeah. Had it over that Bunsen burner. <laughs> that was the same episode. Yeah, same or was no, that no, no. I know. Was that but on Hey, I just screen? got so tickled. At it. Well, that was live. They filmed that as was, okay? You heard that squishing of the guts coming out? That was fantastic. <laughs> uh, Acorns. Agern. See that? I will say, he could probably give a better biology oh, lesson. Hey, it would have been a better one if we had just killed him uh, full of peanuts. And Phil could pull the peanut out of one's mouth and eat it. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> so he, did, he did that before sitting on the bank. Yep. He said, look here, boy. He squeezed it out of his mouth and then broke it open. And he said, pretty good. There's blood all over and everything else. See, there was it the was greatest there. generation. <laughs> and then there was whatever's wrong with whatever you and oh. Phil are. Because that's yeah. the grossest thing I've ever then heard. Then there's the hungriest generation. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I ain't never been. I ain't ate a drop of food today. You hey. couldn't pay me to eat that peanut. Well, hey, here's the thing. Me and Phil have got a... a you talking about a stout immune system, son. We've got it. <laughs> yeah. It's <Okay>. true. Because <laughs> yeah. we run barefooted all our lives. Could you walk 10 foot barefooted now? No. <laughs> look, <laughs> I'm serious. I, hey, look here. You could get a mason jar, throw it down on the concrete and shatter it. Our feet were so tough when we was kids, I could just walk over it. Wouldn't cut you. And now you step on a pebble. Hey, look, hey, if I step on anything, there's, oh, yeah, He's gotten soft in his old <laughs> age, ladies hey, and gentlemen. And if he raises the lid on the ice chest, his rib will pop. Oh, yeah. I, hey, <laughs> that was the craziest thing. I broke two ribs putting a crappie in a cooler. Hey, same thing happened to Bill Jordan, too, when he he's reaching over to crank his truck to roll his windows up and do yeah. it from the passenger side, leaned over the console like that. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it, no, you move wrong, you can injure yourself badly. Especially when you get to y'all's house. Here's the <laughs> stupid thing about all this, Can't wait. about that rib breaking. Let's hear it. I suffered for three days with someone sticking a knife in me every time I moved. My, huh? wife, my wife kept saying, go to the doctor, go to the doctor. I ain't doing it. No, I ain't doing it, I ain't doing it, I don't like doctors. 
Well, I didn't know they had a shot that would just get rid of the pain. Oh. Hey, so I went to the doctor and finally, and I, I just couldn't stand the pain. I went to the doctor, nurse said, drop your and bend over, pow. Yeah, popped me in the butt with a shot, and I went, oh, my good, thank you. Uh, well, you went for about 10 years there with no doctor's visit because you, you had the line. The last time I went, they cracked my chest open. That's it. Yeah. Hey, and that's he wouldn't I, even go for a cold. Like, yeah. He wouldn't go get a shot, for no. the, like a steroid shot, just to get rid of a cold. Well, hey, I wasn't, you know, I ain't into drugs. But, hey, <laughs> I don't anymore. do drugs. <laughs> Any, you know, I don't anymore. use drugs, but, hey, look, if I'm in pain, go ahead and drug me. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we all reach that stage oh. at some point. Yeah, hey, yeah. Uh, if ibuprofen won't touch you, give me something else. Oh no, no, Let's no! I, I, when I walked out and got in the car, I looked at my wife and I said, "Hey, if you ever let me be that stupid again, I'm gonna divorce you." After fifty years. After fifty years. <laughs> if okay. you ever let me go to the doctor. Again? If you ever let me be that dumb and not go to the doctor. Oh, okay, yeah. And yeah. see, you fought Stone when he was trying to take you to the doctor. Tried, well. I tried the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I said, we're going to the Stone doctor. He was going to divorce I you, Stone. Underwear. I did my underwear, and Stone just said like this, Oh, man, you got two choices here. You can go as you are, or you can, I'll let you put your clothes on, but That's you're it. going. But you going. Because I'm going to grab you and throw you over my shoulder. I and said, he would I'm going to throw and, you in the truck yeah, and I with up, or without your drawers on. <laughs> I looked at him like that, and I said, you're, yeah, okay, I'll go put my clothes on. Because all he was doing, he said, True I'll friendship. Yeah. yeah. Oh, That's a true yeah. friend. Sometimes you, you got to. But I was used to that, that hard-headedness because I'm married to a Roberts. <laughs> so I, there's only one way to handle them. Stone knows tough love. Here's, here's yeah. what's Quit going to happen. Lazy. Here's what's going to happen, okay, <laughs> if you don't. Uh, Oh, Pick you up what? and throw you in the truck. Well, let's take our last break, and we'll come back and get in that inbox right after this. Get in that inbox. I'm ready when you are. All right, All right we're back. Hello at duckcallroom.com is the inbox. Johnny D, where we at? What we got? Sorry, my microphone Who wants to learn weird. something? How do you like your eggs, Si? From Shelly in Lander, Pennsylvania. Over easy. Over easy. Okay. Well, about... Six pieces of toast and some <laughs> jelly <laughs> and two or three sausages. There you go. What kind of? That's <laughs> breakfast and lunch. No, that's just a good breakfast, son. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, hey, that's what I had at my uh, Tim Agazon's house. A couple of over easy eggs, I'm super some bacon, and some sausage. Oh. And, I, and it was deer sausage. Uh -oh. Cousin Tim. Was Cousin Tim. Yeah. We learned about Cousin Tim before before we started. I didn't know there was a, a Cousin no. Tim. And then here's a here's a one that we can probably end on this one. Uh, Lizzie Ann from Seattle. Uh oh, um, they, they're sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> That's that what I know about Seattle. I don't know nothing about Seattle. Uh, <laughs> Martin, you oh. mentioned back in your heathen days. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Guilty. They're bringing up Martin's heathen days. Guilty. <laughs> hey, hey, He's got one word to say. Hold on a second. Phil is calling in. Uh oh. Phil Robertson? Yes. Oh, no. I won't well, say Well, hey, we'll I pose gotta, this question I, for him. Right. Yeah. Phil, back in your heathen days. Oh, his. Well documented what he would say. I missed his call now, and I'm calling him back. Okay. Pump's on. Back online. Oh. The, the pump is back on? Back on, wide open. I mean, one little part there. 
<laughs> uh, Jersey Joe was the one that diagnosed it, said, this is the part you need. But he looked on his computer, pushed a few buttons. He said, this part right here, you need this right here. And I said, are you serious? I said, can you get a hold of John Deere and tell him that? He brought the John Deere man with him, the technician, but Jersey Joe was the correct. That That's the part he needed. <laughs> yeah. The valve in there, you know, that gives you fuel pressure. But, but you know... I don't let old guy said, you boy, that saved a lot of time since you told me what the problem was. That Jersey Joe, that sucker's a, got a head on his shoulders. Jersey Joe, boy. So, Phil, by the way, you're live on, on the podcast over here, what Al calls the Kitty Podcast. Tell, them, tell the whole bunch we got water going into the hole. I saved them by the skin of my teeth, hey. but I needed a computer buff, and I've never turned on a computer. That's the problem. Hey, uh, Phil, we're about out of money for diesel. I'm telling you, the bills keep adding up. Oh, old Willie and, and Jason, they're all ready to go, but I never get a check for them suckers. <laughs> Don't worry, I get your invoice. It's fine. <laughs> all right, keep like it going, boys. We got water going in the hole. Any ducks down there? No. Any ducks down there? No. In case you're wondering how real is Phil Robertson, uh, Jersey Joe had a computer that's and just that. fixed yeah. all the problems. And that boy's got it. a head on his shoulders, boys. Yeah. I, that, that sucker's <laughs> slick now. now I'm telling you. you got to have him. That was Jersey amazing. Joe. I don't even know where to go from there. But uh, anyway, Lizzie Ann, not Jersey Joe from Seattle, was mentioned Martin's heathen days. Preach. Guilty. And <laughs> Phil M. talked, McMillions talked about his a little before, his heathen, heathen days, and Godwin. Uh, is it too serious to ask? I don't know why she singled us out. JD, Jay, and Justin. Wait, well, I already talked. What? No, that's not what it is. Oh. Uh, about the adult decision to follow Jesus. With, like, why and when, I guess? Now, right now. Yeah. <laughs> Why? No, you did it long before. <laughs> why? Well, she's asking. Oh, is she asking, asking why and when? Yeah, I did it. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. like so. Oh. You you moved along in life. Oh, I thought she was like trying to figure out should I do it now? Yes. No, yeah. no, no. She's yeah. asking about like you said when, back in your heathen yeah. days. Yeah. What, what? When did you turn to it? When that? What was the? I threw the short story of that. Yeah, just I was quick working. Version. I was working here, Duck Commander. Yeah, I come in here every day. Well, I wasn't working here. We worked in here. We were in the metal building down at Phil and Kate. I was working with Sai when he was awake. <laughs> Goblin, who was always in a panic. Yeah, and Jace, who never panicked about anything. Yeah. but I'm looking at him. But every day I showed up. They're smiling. They're laughing. Now, Jace got a little negative in him even back in. But he he <laughs> oh, was yeah. still smiling yeah. and overall yeah. jovial. Yeah. Overall okay. jovial. Okay. Yeah. Right. But I look, but every day I come in, some days I'd come in, my head hurt a little bit. <laughs> so, <laughs> context clues, right. use it for what you want. Right. From the night before? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. But, or i just come in kind of mad, like, I don't know why, I'm just not happy, you know, whatever. But I'm looking at these guys, and I never saw that out of them. And you so were a I, church kid. Yeah, I was. I was 100%. born and raised in church. But I, so I started with my biologist background trying to figure out what the difference was between me and them. So I started checking off things about our life. Well, we spent 
basically 24-7 together because, I mean, that place down there when we worked at the river was like Hotel California. You didn't leave there till everything was done because you knew it was an hour back, like if something was wrong. So we worked together. We was all making about the same money, every working the same hour. We hunted for a living in theory. We did all this, but the only difference I came to, I finally come down. I said, well, them three have accepted Jesus, and I haven't. Could that be it? So finally, I asked Jace Robertson. I said, hey, what's the, I, I need to. I need to learn more. And Jace said, well, I was wondering when you was going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real, that's I, a real Jace I, answer. I said, you punk. You was going to let me sit over here? And he said, well, he said, he said, you was one of them smart ones. If I tried to preach it to you, you wasn't going you wasn't gonna to hear it. Yeah. He said, am I right? I said, yeah, you're probably right. I said, but now, he said, I said, here, I'm ready to learn. So there we went into it. And, you know, next thing I know about, Probably about six, seven, eight months later, I was baptized. So, yeah, no, it was just, it was a, I mean, it was a godsend from the good Lord to be working at Duck Commander is what got me into that. What was that lady's name? Lizzie Lizzie, Lizzie, great question, okay, because you just heard some great stuff right there. Mother's Day 2011 is what it was. When really? I got was when I got baptized. Yep. And, then, I, and then all of a sudden there was a little peace of mind. Oh, no. I, I tell everybody I go. I, that night was best night's sleep I ever got in my life. Because hmm. I did not care if I woke up. For the first time in my life, <laughs> I wasn't worried about waking yeah. up. Because where Folk, I go is better than where I'm going to wake up. Folks, what that should tell y'all is, okay, he was watching, okay, and it it doesn't make any difference who it was that he – but he's questioning himself, okay, what's the difference between us four mm-hmm. here? All they're, they're always laughing and having a good time, and here I am. I should be the same way, but I'm not. Yeah. So what's the problem here? What's the difference? I yeah. just started checking yeah. boxes. No, no. I started, yeah. I started making That's a That's a cool way to – I like the way you explained that. Well, thank you. You're one of the ones that got me there, no, no, son. You I'm didn't serious. even know you did. Well, that the point of this whole <laughs> thing that I'm trying to make is, hey, one person can make a difference. Amen. And mm-hmm. just their actions. Okay. Yeah, you didn't have to beat hey, me over the head with a Bible to I do it. it either. Yeah. You know? And Jason so. was right. Yeah. Okay. You can't force people to turn to Jesus. Yeah. Okay. It's got to be their choice. 100%. Okay, but you can influence them. That's what I was talking about here. Here's the important part of this. One person can influence you to change your whole lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. before I started is, here, I was a dead man walking, son. Yeah, yeah. which is fantastic. Yeah, right now. Which is fantastic when you get right down to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, hey, you don't realize how important you are. That's it. That's it's the point. Somebody's watching. Always. Somebody's watching. That's so it. Be aware. Somebody, so, hey, some, shine your light. Somebody's listening to you bang on the table singing golden earring at the top of your lungs right. every day. Hey. Oh, hey. On LA be, 105.3. You, you got to be careful when you're singing, boys. They're always watching. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> well, Stone, we might have to get to ours at a later later podcast. I don't, are we out of time, yeah. Martin? You're in charge here. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, there's not a quick way to answer that. See, yeah, I thought I was answering that quick, and it ended up taking four minutes. Yeah, so, so hey, hey. But you it know, was a. You want to uh, hear me? It was a very important four minutes. Yeah. Yeah. 
So come back next week, and you might hear about the judgmental kid who grew up in the church his whole life and then finally came to an epiphany at about the age 26. Um, (laughs) There we go. There you go. But I do have a verse for us on Veterans Day. Uh, Lay it on us. Straight from the mouth of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He is an old carpenter who knew a few things. John 15, 13. Greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. Mm. To all our veterans, even if you didn't lay your life down, you risked it, and we thank you for it. We get to sit in here and be goofballs and have fun because of what you did and the sacrifices you've made. So we thank you. Amen. Mm -hmm. Good choice. And with that, boys, we're out of here. Especially you, old vet. Thank you.